Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. Today's episode, I'm going to dive down the rabbit hole that is nutrition. And today I'd like to make nutrition very, very simple for you. And this is an area that I have worked with uh, clients since I've been a PT, since I've been a coach. And it's an area, unfortunately, that is or can be very complicated. And the reason that it becomes so damn complicated is because there is too much information. Or more accurately, you are probably prescribing and reading and researching too much information from various sources. So what I want to try and do is give you guys a really simple framework to utilize that uh, hopefully you can implement into your lifestyle. Um, Just a little bit about nutrition. I do not prescribe to any one particular style of eating or in quotation marks here, diet. I follow the Jesse Fuller diet. I eat for my goals and I would encourage you to do the same. So what I've found a lot of people do over the years is they jump on the latest bandwagon, the fad or you know the diet of the month, whether it's keto, paleo, pescatarian, vegan, low carb, no carb, high fat, you know, you put butter in your in your coffee, you do the bulletproof coffee and all of that kind of rubbish. And this is half of the problem. There's so many damn options. But the reason that there are so many options and the reason that you have, you know, Sally who maybe does paleo and Gerald who does keto and, you know, Eugene who does pescatarian and all somebody else doing another diet, the fact of the matter is that they all actually work. And they all work for the same reason. They control calorie intake. And this is the big pillar, the big principle that you must understand. It doesn't really matter which diet you follow. The main objective for nutrition and your eating is that you obtain the nutrients that you need. It is repeatable, so it needs to be consistent. So there's no point you doing amazing for two weeks and then doing shit for two years. It needs to be something you can actually follow and sustain. Um, and it also needs to be something you enjoy doing. So th- that's that's a big uh, reason why so many people fail on their diet and they end up on the yo-yo diet, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, is because you're prescribing or you're following a diet that you don't actually like. You're eating foods you don't enjoy, okay? And that's why you may have heard of people saying, you know, you can eat pizza and ice cream and still lose weight, and you absolutely can. But what needs to be managed is the calorie intake, okay? So I wanna talk to you about what to eat, how much to eat, when to eat, all right? There's so many questions and so many different answers, but today I wanna start with some basics. Okay, ground zero, level one. If your goal is to lose body fat, improve your body composition and the way that your body looks, nutrition is number one. You cannot out-train a bad diet, period. I remember last year I was working with a client um, and I got her to write down the, uh, the amount of hours she was exercising and I'm trying to tally it up now, but I believe it was it was well over 10 hours of exercise she was doing per week and she still didn't have the body she wanted. So 
th think about that for a moment. This person is training 10 plus hours, which is, it's, you know, it's almost like a professional athlete in terms of the, the amount of hours you're putting into training. And this person still doesn't have the body they want. How the fuck is that possible? 10 hours or more than 10 hours and still not looking and feeling the way you want. You can't tell me that it's training. Not entirely. The training she was doing probably wasn't the best fit for her goals. I will acknowledge that. Yes, she needed to do, be doing strength training and intense training. But the reason she wasn't where she wanted to be was partly, and a big portion of it, is down to nutrition. I want to let you in on a little secret here. Maybe it's not a secret. Maybe you already know this. You can actually lose body fat with zero exercise. I'm going to repeat that for you because this is not a drill. This is not a joke. You can lose body fat without exercising. If all you did, if you chose to, if all you did was improve your food choices, adjusted portion sizes, and were consistent, you could actually lose weight. You could drop body fat without doing a single minute on the treadmill. You drop body fat. Okay? It comes down to your diet. Okay, it comes down to the foods you eat, the liquids you consume, and the regularity that you do these things. So what I want to do is I want to go through a really uh, a systematic review of your current eating and give you some simple steps. So if you have a piece of paper handy, I would encourage you to actually write this down as we go. Number one, how many meals do you want to eat per day? So when I talk to people about their nutrition, they don't even think of any of this stuff. It's just, I just do it because that's what I've always done. Or, you know, um, Geraldine at the office said that she's doing this, so I thought I'd try it as well. That sounds like a cool diet. That sounds pretty interesting. Something I've never done before, so I'll jump on board. Fuck what Geraldine's doing. Focus on what you're doing. How many meals do you want to eat per day? So if you feel like you want to eat six meals, that's fine. You go ahead and eat six. For me personally, I eat four. Typically, my workday starts at 6, and sometimes I don't finish until 7.30 p.m. at night. So I'm up for a long period of the day, okay? And if I'm training, which I've just got back into, I need to make sure that I am uh, well-fed, I'm nourished, so I can actually train hard and intensely the way that I would like to, but also that I can refuel my body so I can repair the damage that is caused and created by the training itself. So you have to identify how many meals do you want to eat per day? Do you like the three meals per day? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. If so, write that down. How many meals do you want per day? Like I said, mine is four. Number two, protein requirements. I'm going to give you a guideline. This is one I've followed for many years and it's what I uh, advise my clients to shoot for because it ticks a lot of boxes and I'll explain what those boxes are in a moment. But your protein requirements, this is to drop body fat, to maintain and build muscle, you want to shoot for 1.5 to 2.0 grams per kilo of your body weight. So if you weigh 80 kilograms, you need 120 to 160 grams of protein. If you weigh 100 kilograms, you need 150 to 200 grams of protein per day. And you can see there's a range. I'm not giving you one specific number. I'm giving you a range. Get within that ballpark, all right? When you meet those protein requirements, what you need to understand is protein Protein is very satiating, which means that it's very filling. So if you compare having carbohydrates, let's say it's bread, 
pasta or rice versus steak, chicken, salmon, anything like that, protein is going to keep you fuller for longer. And that's typically why people overconsume carbohydrates is because you need more of them to get the same effect of being full. So my advice for, for my clients and the people I've worked with in the past upon completing uh, food diary assessments and reviews is essentially the, one of the main ones, and this is, this is always a standout across the board, is protein intake. 1.5 to 2 grams per kilo of your body weight. Then the remaining calories that you consume can be divvied up as you see fit based upon your preferences from carbohydrates and fats. Okay, so if you prefer to have higher carbs and lower fats, that's fine. If you prefer to have lower carbohydrates and higher fats, that's fine too. Both of those methods will work as long as your calories as a whole are in check. So then invariably comes the question, well, Jesse, how many calories do I need? There are ways you can calculate calories um, based upon your activity uh, level and your lifestyle and your body composition or your body type, I should say. But what I want you to think about is keep it fucking simple. If you want to go down the rabbit hole of calorie counting, you can. It is a little bit more time consuming, a little bit more pedantic upfront. You will have to weigh things you will have to allocate portion sizes into your containers or plates. That's absolutely fine. It works. It can work and it has worked. It's up to you. But I just want to keep things very simple for you. This is what you need to understand. Calories need to be maintained. Okay. If your goal is to drop body fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. If your goal is to gain weight or build muscle, you need to be in a calorie surplus, consuming more calories than your body burns. If you like where your weight is at the moment, you want to maintain a neutral energy balance or maintenance. Okay, so you can. I'll show you. I'm going to talk you through how to how to do this without actually going through all the calorie counting stuff. Okay, I want you to think about where your weight is currently and what it has done over the last six months. Okay, you think back. Where was I six months ago? If you're not sure, I would highly encourage you to get on a set of scales and write that number down. If that scares, if that frightens the absolute life out of you, that is a sign you need to get on those fucking scales, write the number down. All we're doing is getting a baseline assessment of data. Where am I right now? So as my good friends at Precision Nutrition, uh, who I'd encourage you to also look into and follow, what they do is they say, get it and forget it. All right, you're basically getting some data, you write it down and it's done for the day. That's all you do, you get it. And then over time you can reassess and see, is my weight the same? Is it going up? Is it going down? What's it doing? This makes this helps us make outcome-based decisions, all right? Now, there are three different macronutrients. So these are the nutrients that we absorb and we uh, receive based upon different foods. So we have protein, carbohydrates, and fats, okay? So macronutrients or macros for short. One gram of protein provides you with four calories. One gram of carbohydrates gives you four calories as well. One gram of fat gives you nine calories. And this is a trap that a lot of people fall into. And this is, uh, it's a very good job on the, uh, the marketing people, okay? Who here eats fat? Okay, nuts, seeds, avocado, 
oh yeah, I love them. All of them, they fucking awesome. They're my favorite. Mmm, bit of avo, delicious. The the thing to be mindful of with fats is they are very calorie dense. So one gram of fat gives you more than double the amount of calories, energy, that protein and carbohydrates do. So you must bear that in mind. If you like, if you have a packet of nuts at work and you just think, I'll just snack on those throughout the day, watch your calorie count go up, 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 okay? Now I'm not saying nuts are inherently bad. Nuts are great, they are fantastic, they have great anti-inflammatory properties if they're from omega-3s, but you need to be mindful of calorie intake, okay? So if you're having nuts, just as a general guide, a clenched handful, so whatever you can fit within a clenched fist. So it's not, you know, we're not putting two hands together and cupping it and filling it to the brim and overflowing it, no, no. You put the nuts in the hand, clench the fist, should not be able to see any nuts. Okay, that's a serve, believe it or not. So if you're having, you know, a heaped handful or two handfuls, you're overdoing it, and that's where a lot of calories will be coming from. And you can see this very quickly. So this is maybe where you do want to weigh your portion sizes out. If you are a regular consumer of nuts and or avocado, have a look, find out the calorie content. Most of these things will now have a, a nutritional information um, list on it of what's in what uh, ingredients are there and how many grams of this, that, and the other it has. And you just figure out what a serve is for you. You weigh it, you check it down on the information pack and you go per 100 grams, figure out how many calories it has, and then you just uh, quantify that based upon your serving size. Okay? So that's what you need to do there. Just be mindful. Protein and carbs, one gram is four calories. One gram of fat is nine calories. Now, just to loop back to your weight, whatever your weight currently is or has been for the last six months, we can use your current and previous eating patterns for the last six months to determine what you need to do. So, if you are not happy with your weight, if your weight is at the highest it's ever been, if you are peaking, you have a new high on the scales and you're like, fuck, I need to do something, my advice to you is very simple. Reduce your portion sizes by 20%. Across the board, all of your meals. So let's say it is that three meals per day. Breakfast, reduce the portion size by 20%. Lunch, reduce the portion size by 20%. Dinner, reduce the portion size by 20%. That's the only thing you need to do. To start with, this is just a starting point here. Like I said, I'm keeping things very, very simple. I'm not a very complicated person and nutrition isn't complicated. More often than not, we as humans like to make things more complicated than they are. Nutrition is not complicated. Let's not make it so. If your goal is to gain weight, if you wanna build muscle, Okay, so I'm gonna use myself as an example. When I was younger, this is going back a few years ago, I was not happy with my body. I felt and I looked skinny, okay? I didn't, I didn't like it. So I got to a certain point where I was like, fuck this. I t I've told myself before that I'll try and gain weight, but I never took it seriously enough. I never actually did what I needed to do to gain weight, to build muscle. So I talked myself into it. Oh, I'm just an ectomorph. I'm a hard gainer. It's just not for me. They're bullshit excuses. Bullshit lies and excuses. So what I ended up doing is I actually got serious with myself and I said, if you fucking want this, you need to pull your finger out 
and do what's required. And I know I knew what was required. I never just took it to the degree that I actually had to get to. All right. So over the course of about three, four months, this was in the off season from uh, football, I put on about five or six kilos. And how did I do that? Well, I increased my portion sizes. I increased the amount of meals I was eating. I added a couple extra snacks because my goal had to be, well, it was, but what needed to happen was I had to be in a calorie surplus. I needed my protein and I needed to eat more food than my body was accustomed to and that I was burning. If I kept eating the foods that I did in the past at the same portion sizes, I would have maintained at the same weight. And I wasn't happy there. So I had to make a decision to up the amount of food I was eating and the calories that I was consuming. So one of the strategies I actually did was I actually decided to eat more nuts because I knew they were calorie dense. You see how that works? So like I said, just start where you are, organize how many meals you want, get your protein requirements. If your goal is to gain weight, you need to eat more than your body burns. So you would increase your uh, your portion sizes by about 20%. If your goal is to drop body fat, keep things where they are once you've identified how many meals you want and reduce your portion sizes by 20% and watch the number on the scales go down. Okay? So I hope that makes sense so far. Like I said, if, if you need to rewind this as well to go back through these steps, please do so. It's not complicated. You just simply write down where you are, how many meals you want, where's the protein, and so forth. So this brings me to my next point, which is the idea of having snacks. As humans, we like to eat. I like food. I love food. Food's great. Okay? But one of the things that ends up happening with this love of food is an overconsumption. But And what I've also found is that it's not always the meals that are the issue, okay? Some people eat really well through their meals, their main meals that they set up, the breakfast, the lunch, the dinner, but what ends up letting them down is the snacks. These are the little things that just creep up and add to the calorie count, little by little by little, all right? It's the nuts here and there. It's the little candy bar here. It's the soft drink here. It's the sugar in the coffee. It's that little bit of cake because it was Geraldine's birthday. Okay? You can go days without food. You do not need to fucking snack. Okay? And this is where you have to start to become objective with your decision-making processes. If you know, and I guarantee you will know this, if you think about it long enough, you will know what is holding you back right now from getting the body you want. All right? For most people, it's snacks. You will not die if you avoid having your snacks. You'll be absolutely fine. You can go a couple hours and wait till the next meal. You don't need it. You don't need it. And it's it's it becomes just such an ingrained habit that we just do it because that's what we've done for the last 5, 10, 15 years. You know, 10 o'clock. Okay, guys, yep. Yeah. Coffee break, smoke whatever it is, whatever your profession is, guarantee you guys are indoctrinated into following a certain routine and a certain order throughout the day. Maybe you rock up at 8.30. You get around the water cool, you have a bit of a yarn, a bit of a chinwag, <laughs> grab yourself a coffee and off you go. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock comes around, you know, energy levels are starting to take a take a nosedive and you think, oh, I might go and grab myself another coffee. 
and then you you see somebody in the next cubicle or in the next office and you hey you want to grab a coffee and you know you get talking and hey would you like a biscuit yeah i'll have one you want another biscuit yeah sure why not and it's all these little things you're not you're not planning on doing it before you head out the door and start your work day but these are the things that creep up okay and calories matter calories count doesn't matter where they come from they all fucking add up to the grand total and if you do not manage that total it's not going to go the way you want so a couple things just to kind of wrap up and give you guys some concise points to think about when you plate your meals so for me um i i do my meal prep i'm lucky to have a wife who does a lot of the cooking for me i'm very grateful for that um but one of the things that i'm looking for and you need to be mindful of when you plate your meals and you divvy up your portions is number one where's the protein on the plate or in the container where is the protein can you see a protein source yes or no if there's not you need to have one in there two where are the carbohydrates where are they coming from now in the carbohydrate bracket okay we have whole grains beans legumes all right things like that we also have things which are called vegetables. Vegetables are a source of carbohydrates. They go, they are part of the carbohydrate family. And what you can do and what you would benefit from if your goal is fat loss, if your goal is weight loss, you would be best served by reducing things like breads, rice, and pastas. I'm not saying eliminate, but I'm just saying reduce and replacing them with vegetables or fruit and all fruit okay so the reason I say that is because they will provide you with a lot of micronutrients vitamins and minerals without the additional calories vegetables don't contain as many calories as the things like breads rices and pastas and I'm not gonna I'm not here to demonize any of these food groups I'm just here to unload the facts for you okay if you ate more vegetables and or fruit and reduced processed carbohydrates or just reduce the, uh, eliminated some of the processed stuff and reduce some of the the carbohydrates that I mentioned there the uh, the rice the pasta the bread the things like that your calorie intake would go down so that's what we're looking for if the goal is fat loss then the third question is where are the fats where are the fat sources so like I said it could be nuts could be seeds could be avocado could be coconut oil something so if you're cooking something with oil that goes to the fat content for that meal there's your fat so let's say you are fat but there's the fat source okay last thing liquids count like i mentioned all calories count they all add up so if you choose to add sugar to your coffee that adds up to your total calorie intake remember that if you do not reduce calories elsewhere it's going to keep adding all right so if your goal is fat loss, I would advise you to follow this one simple rule. Don't drink your calories. I'm gonna repeat that. Don't drink your calories, all right? If you eat good, but this is a statement that I have heard so many times over the years. If I got paid a dollar for every time I heard it, I'd be a millionaire. I eat really good, but that but is what is holding you back and 
chances are, I think if you if you actually sit down and reflect upon your food and what you eat and how much you eat and your your level of consistency, you will know what that but is. I eat really good, but I do like a few wines at the end of a long day of work. I eat really good during the week, but on the weekends I let my hair down and I kind of splurge and go wild. I eat really good through the day, but I like my ice cream after dinner. You see where I'm getting at here again, and these are things where they kind of overlaps with the snacks and also the liquids. All right. So if if you're smart enough to to look at this thing objectively, so what I mean objectively, I mean without getting emotional, you will see the thing or things which are holding you back, and then it's up to you to decide which of these things you're going to adjust to get you to where you want to go. So you're already smart enough to know what's holding you back. You know, deep down, you know the reason or the reasons why you aren't where you want to be with your body. It's the one thing, or maybe it's the two things that are holding you back from losing the belly or getting rid of the bingo wings. So identify those things and then do that. So maybe it is, I've been adding one teaspoon to my three coffees a day. I'm going to fuck them off. Do that. You will live. You will be fine without the sugar. I can guarantee it. It's going to taste a bit different. That's fine. Do it anyway. Then I'm going to talk about the C word. Consistency. When it comes to food and nutrition, you must be consistent. And we've all heard it before. Yeah, yeah, consistency, consistency, consistency. But here's the deal. There are seven days in a week. If you're really good up to Friday and then on the weekend you go fucking crazy and you go for breakfast with the boys or maybe you go out to a lunch picnic and then you go out to dinner and a show and you grab a couple beers or a few wines and a cider to let your hair down. You have to understand this all impacts on your body composition and how you look and feel and perform. So you've got to bear this in mind when you create your own meal plan or style of eating. So I am not the type of person, I am not the type of person who goes around carrying Tupperware. I do not carry chicken, rice, and vegetables with me. Do I eat those things? Yeah, they're part of my my, uh, routine and some of the meal options that I eat, yeah. But you have to identify your own style of eating. If you enjoy doing these things, you have to divvy up where they fit and how frequently they are a feature of your week. So if you like burgers and chips, which I do, plan them in your week ahead of time. So then you don't feel so shit for when you're having that delicious, juicy burger and those salty chippies. Mmm. I feel like chippies now. All right, but this is what you gotta, you gotta, you gotta identify the plan before the start of the week. Identify what you're doing ahead of time. So you don't make impulsive decisions which kill your progress. Because then you look back at it, you're like, fuck, I really let myself down there. Or you overindulge in something, you're like, you beat yourself up for the next three, four, five days. I don't want that for you, and you don't want that either. So just keep it simple and be consistent. What can you do and what can you stick to? This is the last thing. Can you see yourself sticking to the meal plan or the style of eating that you are thinking of in six months' time? This is something people do not ask themselves. Is this sustainable for me? They just look at the immediate 
this looks cool. This is the new thing. I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon with everybody else and see how it goes. No. Can you see yourself doing what you're doing or what you plan to do in six months' time? I'm going to give you another example, something that I do. I eat the most boring breakfast. It is fucking boring. Do I like it? Not really. Does it fit my goals? Yes, it does. I have four wheat picks with full cream milk and a scoop of protein powder. I'm a very slow eater. I don't really like breakfast, but uh, it ticks the box for me. Okay, I get some food in the stomach. I used to have a uh, small tangent. I used to have a shake in the morning. Um, I'm a little bit slow to get going in the morning, which is now why I do cold showers. Um, but I used to have a shake. And what I would find is I would have this shake with oats and cinnamon and a bit of protein powder and maybe some berries. But I'd get actually quite hungry because it's 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 already liquefied. It's already um, sort of been processed or half digested, so to speak, being blended. So I thought, ah, I need something that's going to sustain me for a bit longer. So I went back to my old friend, Wheat Bix. Four Wheat Bix, full cream milk, scoop of protein powder. There's my protein. Gets me closer to my daily protein requirements. Okay. I've been on this for years. And I do mean years. I don't particularly look forward to it. I don't bounce out of bed thinking, yay, get to have my Wheat Bix. No. But I do it anyway. That's the trade-off. It hits my requirements. It's very easy. It's convenient. So therefore, I do it. And you have foods like that as well. It's not the most enjoyable or it's not something that you're going to get super excited about. But it ticks the box in terms of how you are going to get the body that you desire. And it's something I can still see myself doing in six months' time. And you've got to ask yourself the same thing as well. All right. So it's got to meet your requirements you have to be able to do it consistently. If it's a one-off thing and you're never going to do it again, it's not even worth it. So yeah, you can eat the same foods over and over again. I'm sure there are types of foods or ingredients that you've been eating for years. So you can actually plan them in a systematic manner. Maybe it's on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe you do have that rice, chicken, vegetables. You can do that every single week if you like. As long as it meets your targets, as long as it's consistent, go for it. So you don't need as much variety as you think. Everybody wants variety. I want some color and I, sometimes I just, I prefer eating fresh. I like fresh food too. But I know I am not prepared to cook every single night. I don't like cooking. I fucking hate cooking. I used to do it a lot more. I had to do it from a very young age when I moved out of home and moved into state. Um, and it's kind of left a, it's just never been something I've really enjoyed. I eat for function. But you don't need to eat different foods every time. You're not you're not a six or a five star Michelin fucking chef, are you? You don't need a rotating menu. You can eat the same foods over and over again. So you've got to ask yourself, what do you want more? Do you want variety? Heap of different foods that taste delicious and are exciting and they make you salivate? Or do you want results? Only you can answer this question. The last thing, because I know it's on the tip of your tongue, is supplementation. Should I supplement? Well, stick to the basics. Get the basics right first, and then we'll go from there. But the best supplement you can add to your diet is eating less shit. Sometimes you do not actually need to add more things to what you're already doing. Sometimes you need to remove some of the shit that's in there. All right? 
So maybe this will actually take a little bit off your plate. Might save you a few bucks. Might save you a few trips to, to the kitchen to go and grab an, an unnecessary coffee and a biscuit to keep you going, a little pick-me-up, you know, in the mid-morning or mid-afternoon. All right? Supplement by removing some of the shit that's already in there. The cookies, the biscuits, the things which are calorie-dense but don't really add a lot to you as an individual in terms of looking, feeling, being strong, fit, and lean. All right? Those things are calorie-dense but not nutrient-dense. So you want to try and aim for mostly whole foods with minimal or reduced processing. So you already know what these things are. I'm not going to list them. They have more nutrients in them. And they're the ones you should stick to predominantly. All right, so it's a bit of a longer podcast, guys. I hope that makes sense. The stuff that has worked will continue to work. Like I mentioned, any diet can work, but can it work for you? Yes or no? And the last thing I will leave you with is this. Your body is an experiment. You could try all the different types of things and see how they work. But my advice to you is pick one and stick with it for six months. Actually sit down and figure out where the fuck do I want to be with my body. All right. Quick recap. Here we go. Number one, how many meals do you want to eat per day? Number two, Protein requirements, 1.5 to 2 grams per kilo of your body weight. The remaining calories can then be split up based upon your preference from carbohydrates or fats, whether it's low carb, high fat, or high carb, low fat. That is completely up to you based upon what foods you enjoy and what you can stick to. One gram of protein has four calories. One gram of carbs has four calories. One gram of fat, however, has nine calories. All right? Number seven, start where you are. Use your six-month history to see what you need to do. If you are happy with where you're at and your weight has stayed where you want it to be, don't change anything with regards to portion sizes. If your weight is not where you want it to be or it has gone up and you want to lose body weight and drop body fat, decrease your portion sizes by 20%. If your goal is muscle gain, Increase your portion sizes by 20, uh, 20% and then go from there. You do not need snacks. Lastly, you can go days without food. You will not die if you go hungry or if you miss out on your afternoon or morning tea snack. So there you go, guys. I hope that makes sense. I hope it simplifies nutrition. It is simple. Where's the protein? Where is my carbohydrate? Remember, fruit and veg is in this category. And where is the fat source? If you can do these things on a consistent basis, there's that C word again, consistent basis, you will see your body change to where you want it to be. Whether it be getting rid of the tummy and the spare tire, removing the bingo wings, or developing more muscle through the upper body. Whatever your goals are, if you follow those little tips and you're consistent with it, your body will change. If you have any questions, guys, shoot me an email. My email is, I'll just spell it for you. It's fullersc at gmail.com. F-U-L-L-A-S-C at gmail.com. If you have any questions, just put in the subject, nutrition follow-up, and I will do my best to answer them and go from there. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep it simple, be consistent, and be ruthless with what needs to happen to your nutrition. It's not gonna change on its own. You have to make it change.
If you loved the Wake Up Call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.